Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Just two weeks to sign up as Sports Business Journal will be hosting the CAA World Congress of Sports in New York City on Tuesday and Wednesday, October 11th and 12th. It will be held at the Time Center on 41st Street. SBJ will also host its eSports Rising Conference on Thursday of that week. And attendees can also take in Riot Games' League of Legends competition at the Hulu Theater that evening. It promises to be a productive and inspiring week. You don't want to miss it. Register today at worldcongressofsports.com. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, September 27th. I'm Reginald Walker, filling in for Abe Madcore. So long Pro Bowl as we knew it. The NFL is replacing the Pro Bowl with a week-long skills competition and flag football game. The new event will replace the tackle-based game and will be renamed, quote, the Pro Bowl games, end quote, and feature both football and non-football skills over several days. The events will be held in Las Vegas with the flag football game at Allegiant Stadium. One interesting note, Peyton Manning and his Omaha Productions Company will help shape programming and promote the event's content throughout the week. Verizon is on board as the presenting sponsor. With this concept, the NFL is clearly moving in an entirely different direction and looking to reshape the week-long event. We know the league felt some pressure because the quality of the Pro Bowl has been criticized and even seen as a glorified exhibition. The connection to flag football is smart because that should make for a fun contest and flag football is a true participatory growth category and the NFL has an interest in seeing it grow. As it partnered with the International Federation of American Football to bring flag football to the World Games in July with an eye on the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. The NFL's Peter O'Reilly, the league's executive vice president, club business, and league events, was a key executive in the move. Staying in the NFL, we told you we're going to keep you updated on the NFL's viewership trends on Prime Video for Thursday Night Football. We knew they came out strong, and our question was, would they be able to maintain that momentum? Well, the early numbers are encouraging as Prime Video drew 11 million viewers for Steelers-Browns Thursday Night Football in Week 3. That is up 39% from 7.96 million in Week 3 last year, when the NFL Network, on its own, aired Panthers-Texans with no Fox component. Now, to be fair, the numbers for Steelers-Browns is below any audience that Fox drew for Thursday Night Football last season, when games also aired on NFL Network. So in two weeks... They got $13 million for Chargers Chiefs and $11 million for Steelers Browns, and Amazon and the NFL will certainly take those numbers. Another interesting fact from SBJ's Austin Carp after two games, Amazon's median age for Thursday night football is six years younger than the average for NFL linear TV games this season so far. 46 years old, where it was 52. Moving on, a lot of news on the Super Bowl halftime show. First, last week, Apple Music announced it was on board to sponsor the halftime show in a five-year deal that was reported to be worth $50 million. Now comes news that the halftime show has found its main act in Rihanna, who will perform at the February 12th game in Glendale, Arizona. 
DPS with Rock Nation and Jesse Collins will produce the telecast, with both serving as executive producers while Hamish Hamilton serves as director. As part of its deal, and something hinted at, Apple will produce the behind-the-scenes previews and other content ahead of the game. One note to remember, Rihanna was previously offered the stage at the 2020 championship, but turned down the job in support of Colin Kaepernick. The guys at Dude Perfect continue to get noticed. They are doing their alternate cast during Thursday Night Football, which you'll want to check out. And now the Sports Entertainment Group has amassed more than 58 million subscribers on YouTube and have revealed plans for a new corporate headquarters and entertainment destination that will feature a 330-foot tower. No site has been selected by Dude Perfect, and their developers are talking to various partners across the country about the venue and plan to announce a location in the near future. Here's a hit. There's a high probability it's built close to Texas, as Dude Perfect's five co-founders and owners are all from Texas and would love for it to be nearby. Construction is expected to take about two years to complete. The group has its headquarters in Frisco, Texas, but will relocate to wherever their new project lands. And yes, the venue, like Dude Perfect, is very unique with 330-foot tower, which should allow for plenty of improbable trick shots. Inside will be a Dude Perfect museum that will chronicle the group's origin story, and surrounding the building will be two acres of public outdoor park space for large gatherings. This is no JV operation, as the architects behind this previously worked on such well-known sports facilities as SoFi Stadium, AT&T Stadium, and U.S. Bank Stadium. Dude Perfect are creative, and they see this facility as the next evolution of the brand and a good one for them. U.S. Soccer continues to build out its leadership team and has hired J.T. Batson to serve as CEO and Secretary General as it prepares to bring its commercial rights in-house next year and host the World Cup in 2026. He secedes Will Wilson, who announced earlier this year that he would be stepping down. Batson will relocate to Chicago from New York, where he was CEO of Hudson MX, an advertising software company. While Batson's professional experience is mostly outside sports, he is very much from the soccer worlds, including spending time as a member of the U.S. Soccer Finance Committee from 2013 to 2017. He was also a student assistant at the men's and women's soccer programs during his undergraduate years at Stanford. Batson will be the final key piece to a number of hirings for the national governing body, which will bring its commercial rights in-house in 2023. The organization has been staffing up in advance of that transition. Turnkey ZRG handled the search for U.S. soccer. So that is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, September 27th. I'm Reginald Walker filling in for Abe Madcore. I hope everyone has an excellent day. Thank you for listening to the buzzcast. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.